Are you ready to have your website get found by the right people? Are you looking to rank at the top of Google so you get more traffic to your website? Are you ready to learn how to use SEO and content marketing to grow your organic traffic? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. Welcome to the Simple SEO Content Podcast, where I show you how to combine the power of SEO, search engine optimization, and content marketing to build your like, know, and trust factor with your audience, which allows you to get found by the right people and turn those visitors into buyers. No more frustration or confusion and no more time wasted wondering if you're doing your SEO right. It's time to learn how to use SEO and content marketing to grow your business. Hi there. Welcome to the Simple SEO Content Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how often SEO should be done on your website or blog. So let's jump right in. When you're doing SEO, I want you to make sure you understand and commit to this as a long-term strategy. SEO takes a while because we have to work with Google. We have to kind of let everything warm up and really get to the point of making increases, making improvements and seeing our ranking increase and all of that. If you haven't yet listened to the episode on how long does SEO take, make sure you listen to that. I will link to it in the notes so that you have that, but make sure you watch that one so you really understand what the time commitment is and how we do this. Now I want to talk about when we make changes. We don't want to make changes to our SEO too often because of the fact it takes time for it to work. We need to give it time to make sure that Google understands what our site is about. They know that we're creating this type content. We're on track with this type content, etc. The most important thing is that we need to be consistent. We need to consistently create great content that is optimized, that is specific to our niche, because Google really wants us to stay in our own lane. They want us to create content where we are experts. We have experience. We have authority. We are trustworthy. They really want to understand that our website is about whatever our niche area is. And so our content all needs to be able to fit within that same content niche. It needs to all be relatable. And if somebody lands on one page, they should be able to walk away with a pretty good impression as to what the rest of the content on your site is about. For example, my site is about search engine optimization, content marketing, blogging, and business strategy or marketing strategy. You probably don't find that in the least bit surprising since my podcast is also about those same areas as is my YouTube channel. Everything that I do ties back to content marketing, search engine optimization, marketing strategy, or blogging because they're all interrelated. They're all the ways that you're going to get organic traffic to your website. So you want to make sure that you are creating content on a consistent basis and that you are consistently creating content within your wheelhouse, somewhere that you are an expert, that you have a personal perspective to bring to your content. You have a way to help yourself stand out from the competition. 
You then want to make sure that you are choosing keywords that you can optimize for, that you're using keywords in your optimization that you can rank for. You want to make sure that the work that you're doing is going to pay off. So it's really important to choose keywords where you can rank. If you're not sure how to do that, I want you to listen to the episode on everything you know about keywords is wrong. Here's what's right, because that's going to walk you through how to choose the right keyword. So now we're going to assume that you're on the right path. You are creating content on a consistent weekly basis. You're choosing keywords you can rank for, and you are optimizing for those keywords and following Google's best practices from an SEO perspective. If you're not sure what those are, make sure you get my free SEO content quick start guide. It's going to walk you through the rules, the best practices, and how to do all of this on your website. You can get that on my website at the freebies tab, etchedmarketing.com forward slash freebies. It's of course in the notes for you as well. That's going to help you to make sure you're doing all of this right from here. So you've got this, you're creating your content. Now, how often should we look at keyword rankings? Because if you've listened to the podcast episode about how it works, you know that the first thing that we start to see is that our keywords move up in the search rankings, meaning our number gets smaller as we get closer and closer to that elusive number one spot. So as we move higher in the search rankings, we get a lower number, closer to number one, we generally start to see an increase in our organic traffic in Google Analytics. You want to look at your keyword ranking. You want to use a keyword ranking tool and you want to look at your ranking no more than every 14 days. If you look at your rankings daily, you will drive yourself nuts because keyword rankings do move. They do fluctuate. Things can change drastically. And sometimes you'll go up or down a couple of them because Google's testing something. So don't drive yourself nuts. Look at it a maximum of every 14 days record it once a month. I generally do client reports and I teach my students to do their reports the first week of the new month for the prior month. So at that point, you go ahead and look at where is my keyword ranking now at the beginning of the month. And you keep track of that. And each time you add a new piece of content, you go ahead and add that keyword to your tracking system and get a baseline number where were you when you started? That way you'll be able to see that it's working and you'll be able to see as it's working and it's moving further and further and further up. So now we're assuming you're following all of those rules and you've been doing this for a while. And now you're at the point you're wondering, do I change it? Do I do something more? We do refresh our optimization. We don't do it right away. We generally want to wait at least 12 months because we want to give our search engine optimization a chance to work. And remember, it can take 12 to 24 months to really start to see those big increases. So you want to give it a little while. You don't want to run in there and rush in and at the 90-day mark be like, this is not working. I need to change this. So give it at least a year. And then I want you to make a priority list and I want you to decide how you're going to do your refresh. And when you do your refresh, you can prioritize in different ways. You can prioritize based on keyword rank, keywords that maybe are already at the top of page two, meaning they're in positions 11 through 15. Maybe they're already all the way to page one, but they're at the bottom. They're in positions four through 10. If you have keywords in those positions, 
those are good priorities to go in and look and see, is there something more that I could do from an optimization standpoint? Have I used that keyword everywhere I'm supposed to? Is it in the file name? Is it in the alt text? Is it in my copy? Is it in my header tags? Is it in my title tag? Is it in my meta description? If it's not everywhere that it's supposed to be, go ahead and edit it. And then look from a competitive standpoint, who's ranking above you and how similar are they to you to really ascertain how much of an opportunity there is for you to grow higher. Um, I have a client who is a Montessori preschool and we've had great success over the last five years. We've been working together five years now. We've had great success. They own position number one for just about everything related to Montessori, Montessori preschools, Montessori daycares, private Montessori, etc. in their market. We are in the middle on page one for terms related to preschools without that Montessori um, denomination on it, without Montessori preschool, but just generic preschool. We are in positions three and four, which realistically is as high as we're going to get because position one and two are big corporate chains. So we're really happy to be in position three, four, five in that range because it still drives traffic to the website for the client and they own everything that is super niche specific with the Montessori term associated with it. So you may see somewhere you can definitely rank higher and you may see some like that where you've done everything you can do. You just have more competition than you can really beat for that particular keyword and you're okay with it because you've got traffic coming from it. You are ranking high. That particular client, we brought those keywords from page three all the way up to position three, four, and five. It took us a few years, but we did it. And the traffic has grown exponentially through the course of the last five years with all the keywords that we've moved to page one. So you want to look at that and see, is it a keyword that can truly rank higher? Is there a keyword where maybe the page that's ranking is not the best fit and maybe you want to change the page that's ranking for that keyword? I have an episode all about that. I'll link to that as well to teach you what to do in the event that the wrong page is ranking for a keyword because you need to optimize two pages to resolve that situation. Or if you have a product priority and you really want to make sure that the pages associated with that product are ranking higher, then you would prioritize that way and work on adjusting your optimization on those pages. So there's a lot of things that you can do. I go way into the strategy behind all of this in simple SEO content and teach students exactly how to read the analytics and understand what's happening and make those determinations because SEO is an ongoing process. You're not going to do it once and forget it and get results. You need to continually create great content that is helpful to your customer and optimized for the search engines. You need to refresh your optimization once a year or so. You need to check your keyword rankings and see that things are working and make sure that the pages that you want to rank are ranking. And you want to keep a pulse on this because the Posts that you write today can drive traffic five years from now, and you're going to need to update those. You also want to make sure 
that you're doing things like updating your opt-in. If you have a post that's ranking well, that's driving a lot of traffic, and it has an outdated opt-in, or it mentions a program that you don't offer anymore, or it has a link to a product that you haven't offered in three years, that's a poor user experience. Go ahead and update that. Link to a different product that is available. Link to your new course. Switch out for your new opt-in, whatever it is, and then go ahead and note in the bottom that you updated it and the date or the year that it was updated because Google has something called query deserves freshness, which means Google wants to show recent information in the search results. So if Google knows that you've updated that content, it's going to help you to be able to rank better. So make sure you're noting if you've made a change to that page or you've updated it, you've opt, you've added something different, you've added additional information, go ahead and note that. I do it at the bottom of mine. Um, page was updated by Rachel May 2023 to include XYZ. Just right at the bottom so that Google and my readers know, oh, Rachel still updates this stuff on a regular basis. All right. If you have any questions about how often you should be updating or refreshing or changing your SEO, make sure you join me inside of Simple SEO Content because this is a more complicated strategy, but it's one that can be super powerful. And I want to make sure that you get it right so that you continue to get great results for years to come. Thanks so much. Have a great day. That's all for today's episode of the Simple SEO Content Podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you visit my website, etchedmarketing.com, and visit the freebies tab. Right there, you're going to find the SEO Content Quick Start Guide along with the free SEO class. So you'll have everything you need to know to get started with SEO and content marketing. Then do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind, if you would do a rating and a review of this podcast on your favorite platform, that would really help spread the message. And I do greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram at Etched Marketing Academy, and I will see you right back here next week.